I remember so many things about the night in 2008 when Barack Obama won his first election. It was an incredible night that we'd really been looking forward to for a long time, and we spent the night at Ginger's, which is this really old school kind of divey um, lesbian bar in Brooklyn. For some reason, there's not many lesbian bars. There's a shit ton of gay bars in the city, but there's just a couple of lesbian bars, and this one's been around forever. And we had a couple of friends who were there, so they invited us, and we went. You know, over the course of the night, it was amazing. We cried. We yelled. We were delighted. And so once once it was all over, we went to another bar, and then finally, I got on the train to go home around 2.30 or so, and... Uh, um, there were some people who were really excited and, you know, yelling and stuff, but mostly it was it was the New York vibe on a train at that kind of time of night, which is some people are super drunk and some people are exhausted and it's relatively quiet. But there was this there was this girl probably in her, her mid twenties who I think had been at Ginger's with her friend, which was the the first bar we were at, and for some reason she was yelling these like really really dated insults at people. Like she felt like everybody should be super excited about Barack Obama winning. And so when people were just kind of doing their thing um, and being quiet, she got mad about it. And so she started yelling at this guy way down the train from her, just like, oh yeah, hippie, long hair, you fucking long hair. Like you, you're not even excited. You long hair hippie. And she just kept doing it. And I don't usually say stuff to people, but just out of nowhere, there was must have been a moment when she paused, and I just heard my voice say, why are you saying this crazy stuff? You know you're only saying this because you're a woman, and nobody's actually going to take a swing at you for it. So then she just went insane and was screaming at me, and, you know, a lot of fat bitch kind of stuff. Um, and just when she paused, I think I said back, like, okay, well, you know it's true. So more screaming, and there was this guy who, he'd been sitting there with his eyes closed for probably half an hour, and he just opens them and says, I find this very amusing. <laughs> so her friend eventually made her move down the car, and she kept yelling for stops. And But then I, all of a sudden, I, I kind of heard some people start talking, and I just heard this, this young guy's voice go, Come on, you know, Barack Obama doesn't want you talking to people like that. That's not what he would want. And uh, a couple other were like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And so she stopped, which was an amazing relief. So I don't know. It's There's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of things I remember that night. But the one that I kind of got the biggest kick out of was just somebody saying, like, our new president was a friend of ours that we would just talk about by his first name of like, come on, man, Barack doesn't want you to talk like that. Welcome to Broken Corners, a podcast where we look back and revisit our memories, whether they are correct or not. Uh, my name is Armando. I'm Karen. And this week we are looking at the election night of 2008. Uh, yeah. Barack Obama had won the election and beat John McCain, Senator McCain. Yeah, I mean, that story was entertaining. It was really... <laughs> um, you know, not to pull the curtain behind, but I started laughing um, <laughs> um, because I, I just wasn't expecting that. Just the long-haired hippie was... Yeah, who in 2000? I mean, it wasn't, that, like, it that, wasn't that, 1964, when you, you know? said When you said uh, dated, I was, like, thinking, like, a little bit after the hippies, you right. know? Like, I don't even know, job turkey or something like that, you know? I wasn't thinking long-haired hippie. Yeah. So, yeah. That was a great night. I, I remember it. Uh, I wasn't out partying. I was, my daughter had, was a little over one years old. Oh, okay. And, um, I was still married and with my wife and I remember sitting on the couch and we were sitting on the couch and we watched, you know, the results come in. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, of course I 
skeptic, you know, I just, it was, it was, a, it was a dark time, mm-hmm. um, prior to that. I mean, we all remember, well, not all, but most of us remember Bush and just all the horrible things that happened under his regime yeah. or, if you want, or administration. And that had felt, that had felt like the end of the world and it doesn't. It did. It did. <laughs> and it doesn't seem remotely as strange as things seem now. Right. And do you remember, I mean, and just, of course, cause the show is all about tangents, but do you remember <laughs> when, they were talking about, uh, I almost said Nosferatu, but I meant <laughs> Nostradamus. Yeah. And do you remember all that talk about Nostradamus and the towers falling and how number 41 or whatever number he was, was linked to Bush and how it was all, um, gonna happen? Like this was where the world was gonna end and the third world war was gonna happen. Oh and no. You don't remember any of that? No. Yeah. There was all this talk about like Nostradamus and the, the towers falling because it was written in his. Did the towers fell? Okay, and then we were going to have another um, third a world war that was going to end like be a horrific thing, uh, pretty much like a nuclear holocaust, and basically like everyone was buying into it. Like it was like really like you start you know you start hearing the same shit over and over. And you're like, hey, yeah. that's some scary well, this shit. was right after Y2K, right? It was after Y2K and it was after the Twin Towers fell. Yeah. And when he got elected and then it was after, you know, we started going more and more into the weapons of mass destruction and those lies and things like that. So for someone like at the time I was, I was an undergrad, I was politically active, I was marching, I was, you know, hanging out with unions and, mm. and then I just got so discouraged, like nothing changed. Right. And, you know. During, during the Bush years. Yeah. And yeah. like nothing. And then like to have, you know, I just felt like we were going to have, John McCain and Sarah Palin and like, you know, another, basically a carryover and Sarah Palin was like, and the fear was John McCain was going to die and Sarah Palin was going to be president, right? right? Like, yeah. And I, I just had no hope. I was so hopeless that night. <laughs> so hopeless. Like, really? Yeah. I had no belief that he was going to win. Cause I mean, it's like he was a black man in America. Yeah. But had you, Hid you up until that? Did you vote for him in the primary? If you don't mind my asking, some people don't like oh, talking you know, about. So votes. no, I'll fucking shit. Um, <laughs> no, I, I uh, up until recently, um, I was independent. Okay, as part of like my whole, you know, trying to just I don't believe in these two party system. Kind of what we were pre-show talking <laughs> about, um, and uh, so I didn't, I didn't. You don't get a right to vote in the primary. Yeah. Um. So I didn't vote in the. Primary. Oh, okay. Uh, who, who was Hillary and him, right? Was it someone else? Yeah, I think so. Honestly, I don't usually do primaries for, um, for presidential elections because I kind of have this, <laughs> this sense that, you know, like let the will of the people reign yeah. on that. I oh. mean, if, if there was somebody I was found super objectionable, I would definitely vote or, or that I was super, super for, I would vote for them. But, you know, I was, I was down for, yeah. you know, if we, people were excited by Obama and then I, once I knew more about him, I was I was a big fan, and I actually went to with Brian and I, a few other people. I'm I don't I can't remember who now, but we went to we went to Scranton mm. and tried to do door to door, but it rained really hard. And um, for Obama, yeah, for okay. Obama, and they they've been so heavily canvassed already that mm. people opening the doors were kind of like you know one one way or the other. But I did, I did talk, oh, Deirdre one. That was, that was one of the people who was with us. And I remember talking to this disabled man who, he was really the only one that, that I had a decent conversation with, but he let us in and we were talking to him and he wasn't sure where his polling place was. So we mm. looked it up for him and, and figured out how he could get there. Yeah. And he was saying about Obama that 
you know, that he just, he wasn't sure. And, and I'm not, it's not, I don't have the memory to be like a policy wonk. I do, I, I do go through, um, Especially now that there are websites that help you with it, I yeah. do go through policies point by point okay. to see where people stand. But I I can't remember to right. talk about it a lot of the time. But so he was he he asked me why do you think he's better you know better than the other guy and I just said I believe I believe that he has the integrity to make tough decisions and they won't necessarily be perfect but I think he'll go about them in the right way right and then which it wasn't that I thought McCain didn't have integrity but I thought Sarah Palin sure as fuck didn't Oof. so yeah I mean I I you know one of the things that I always I, I always felt like so I always thought I got Obama one vote oh okay. that, like I went to Scranton and I got Obama probably one vote that, that's all that's all that's all it took <laughs> he won yeah uh and I think he won Pennsylvania mm. he did right um, I think so, yeah. No, the thing about McCain, I always feel like he was always pulling the wool over people's eyes because he, you know, um, and one of the things is that, like, he was like, Democrats loved him for some odd reason, and, mm. and he was always on The Daily Show. And I he was, was like, a fun guy. I was like, John Stewart, like, fuck off. Like, this guy is not as, like, liberal as you keep claiming that he is, or he's not. He's a conservative person. Yeah. And, like, I was. But I think, a, he, I think he came off as a, a centrist in a way that appealed to a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I and but you know, one of the things that um, there was an article, and I don't remember who wrote it. It wasn't Matt Taibbi, but it was when the Rolling Stone was really doing like really good political work, and they just fucking railed on McCain and gave mm. a whole long article. And I was just like, I wish everyone would read this right now. Yeah, um, because like he's not, you know. You know, I, I mean, I think his military service, you, that is something that means something. Oh no, I'm not knocking any of that. And I, but well, as far, I just mean as far as like his appeal yeah, yeah. to people because, you know. He's a survivor. He's a survivor and he, he comes from a family that served yeah. and to the, there's a lot of people that that appeals to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing, right? You look at, and I think it's what you were saying about policies, right? You look at these candidates and they're so charismatic. You have to be charismatic. Yeah. But you have to look at also how they voted. Right. You know what I mean? So like, you're like, oh, you're like basically like a a kid with shiny keys. You're showing me the keys here, but like, I want to know what the intent really is and how are you going to vote? Like, are you going to vote for things that matter to me? Right. Um, and I feel like McCain was never going to be that person for anyone or, you know, it's always the other interests that are not good. Yeah. So. Although he did remember, uh, right before he died. Yeah, right when when he he shut that vote down. Yeah. um, But I think that was just like a few. When he just walked up and just went, no. Yeah. That was amazing on the healthcare vote. Yeah. And I Pictured him holding his IV thing, like you know, like no. Oh, I watched the video of him doing it. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, he he owed some people. Yeah. But I, the thing about that night, I do remember, like actually when it was over mm-hmm. and Obama had won. Yeah. I remember just being like, "Holy shit! <laughs> like this nightmare is over." Did people turn out in the streets here, or were you in? A, I, you were I was in, in two my, residential. I was in my. I, know, I, was, I was living in Jackson Heights at the time, mm. and um, which is you know pretty like urban, you know. But like everyone, I I just I don't remember anyone being out. I was also on the top floor, so. Oh okay. But it was just for me. I didn't need anyone else reaffirming. It was just more like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. This like. There, there, the possibility of change is here mm-hmm. and we can do something about it. Now, there's, I have issues with Obama, but. Oh, sure. I mean, you know, but he was hey. Never, you know. Yeah, it was never going to be perfect, but. But, you know, I, it's nice to have an intellectual president. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like someone who's smart. Right. And someone who, uh, 
someone who's in, who looks like a good person or seems like a good person. Yeah. You know? I, I still believe, I, yeah, I still believe in his integrity. I think mm. he made, he made some choices that were bad, but I think for the most part. Yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like there was an adult in charge again. When and who it, cared? Who, who, yeah. who seemed like they genuinely cared for the American people? Whereas GW had seemed like such a figurehead with Cheney behind him and. Well, that was the problem, right? And, well, yeah. and, and, and the problem with, uh, second Bush, he, he seemed like a guy you would hang out with. Right. I, I'll grab a beer with that guy any day and we'll watch a baseball game. Cause I mean, he, hey, fuck, he owned the Texas Rangers at one point. Sure. <laughs> I don't want him to lead this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and you're right. Dick Cheney was like the emperor um, yeah. behind. I mean, my my uncles were great guys to hang out with, but they also said the N word like it was their job at the least provocation. So, you know, like I can I can have beer with a lot of people. I don't want them to have the nuclear codes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't even, I, don't, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> um. I remember too that night at Ginger's that they, they had, um, one of those like nautical bells hung up by the door, which is where we were sitting. We were all the way in the back by the window facing the street. Mm-hmm. We weren't facing the street, the window right by the street. And, uh, Brian, like once he'd had enough drinks and once like the tide was sort of turning, every time another state would come in for Obama, he would jump up and ring the bell Jeez. like it was going out of style. I think he almost popped the, the clanger off of it. But so then, um, I don't know why this feels related, but anyway, the the bar was entertained by him. I guess is what I'm getting at. Uh, and, and there weren't many dudes there either because right. it was a lesbian bar. But uh, then, as it went on, then you know Obama finally officially won, and then McCain did his concession yeah. speech. I should have looked this up, but because uh, I, I I don't remember what he specifically said, but there was a line that it sounded like he was saying that Obama got elected because he was black, and that was just terrific. Like um, it was something where he he was he, I think he he was saying that it was. You know, we have to acknowledge that this is a wonderful moment that, you know, yeah, yeah, that yeah. people have gone, you know. Yeah. And um, Brian has never been a McCain fan and never really stood, never really had any uh, any use for that sort of like traditionalism, centrism, mm-hmm. whatever. And so he just jumped up and like did a deep knee bend. <laughs> I don't know why I think this is so funny. <laughs> but did a deep knee bend and came up with like double fisted middle fingers on both hands and just screamed fuck you from like it was I don't know. It was so funny. The whole place just and then he rang the bell. I, I think that's when he <laughs> bro- I think he broke the bell. And Holly was so upset. She was with us too because she was like, you know, oh that's a so, uh, not sportsmanlike essentially. Right. Um, but everybody just went nuts. It was, it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> he was completely out of control. That concession speech was, you know, I, I, I don't know why I was watching and I, maybe I just, well, I did have insomnia back then, but like, um, I just remember the crowd and I just felt so like the hate so much hate in that crowd yeah and like so much and i you know that was the night you know the tea party pretty much was like yeah we're gonna do some shit yeah that was the night paul ryan and company got together yeah. and said we will obstruct every single exactly thing. we're gonna fucking <laughs> we're not gonna yep. do anything productive and oh, wait it was either that night or it was the night of the inauguration but there was yeah, yeah. it doesn't even matter like but i just remember the 
looking out in the crowd and I just remember like the hate was like palpable and mm. like just, and I was like really kind of like, I, you know, I wasn't worried so much about, um, Obama getting assassinated. Yeah. I just was more worried about, um, just violence in the street coming out. Oh, okay. And just like, just a whole bunch of shit happening. And if I'm not mistaken, I think there was in New York City at the time, in Staten Island, hate crimes, um, <laughs> really? spiked. Oh, like, okay. That like, you know, after that, like a couple yeah. weeks after that um, election. I don't know if people, uh, people who don't live here know, but so the, with the five boroughs, Staten Island is the only Republican borough. Staten Island, yes. Yeah, um, it's so, always it's always red. On yeah, it's very conservative and it's very um, conservative. It's very conservative, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's, yeah, exactly. It's almost like it's and it's well, it's, it's not really. Um, it's kind of disconnected from. The city? Like, New York City. Like, cause like, Brooklyn and Queens are kinda on the island, and like, there are parts of Queens, like, where I am, where I live, it's not really, you know, it's kinda very close to Long Island. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And even like, well, my, this year is a red district in, in Queens. That, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully that's changing with the demographics and like, whatever's happening, but like, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, while well, everybody is, a lot of the officials are Democrat. Yeah. But when you look on the red thing, it's like a little speckle of red like okay. in the map. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it is. But it yeah. It makes sense. Like a lot of a lot of sort of traditional areas that right. have had the same demographic for a long time. Well, you remember. Republican I mean, here. you know that story about Matthew. Like Bay Ridge is Republican. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our friend Matthew was walking on Christmas. And because <laughs> um, every Christmas, like, we have a dinner and he comes here. And um they, they yell the uh, homophobic slur at him. Oh, really? <laughs> They're like, Merry Christmas. No, they said, hey, F, you know, the yeah. word. And like, and then my joke is like, they didn't even say Merry Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, but like, no. yeah, so like, it's very um, conservative. I don't know. I don't want to say hate speech is <laughs> tied to conservatism, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll leave it there. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Yeah, that I, that night I remember. So there were the I actually did like you said you were more worried about just sort of violence in general. But yeah. I had this very I was surprised by it. I immediately when he won, I just thought they're going to kill him. Mm. And I I didn't shake that for a long time for probably six months to a year. Yeah. I would just have these random thoughts of like, oh god, they're going to shoot Obama. And remember when he gave his speech and the you'd see the light reflecting off that incredibly oh, those, thick, those, yeah, those things, that plexiglass yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, a kid I went to, um, a kid I went to high school that I was in choir with uh, was there. I remember seeing him in a picture. Did leaving. you really? Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, he ran for office a couple of years ago back in Michigan um, for representative. He didn't get it, but I think he will eventually. Shout out to Ryan Nelson. There That's were, cool. There were two Ryan Nelsons in Petoskey, so it's Ryan Nelson, the younger. Just to be, just to make, make the delineation clear. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody not listening in Petoskey. Uh, no, that's cool. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, um, he's a Democrat, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, he's, he's from Petoskey and we're still in touch. He's okay, a, okay. I, 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 I just want to make sure. I don't want to like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to no. say hopefully for. No, he, he was always very, um, environmentally focused and so. Yeah, I don't, but the, it was weird. I knew it, it felt very strange to me because I, it wasn't something I had ever really considered with any politician before, but I just had this very sort of personalized 
fear about him. Of, yeah. No, it makes you know, sense. We, we moved forward and somebody's going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, well, I mean, JFK. RFK. K, yeah. MLK. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty, pretty much. All the Ks. Yeah, all the Ks. KKK. No, um, <laughs> I often wonder, like, I know, like, the FBI and the CIA or whatever, that, you know, all that shit back in the 60s and 70s. And I, and, you know, like, like, I had a, t- I had a professor who was, like, one of the best literary critici- critics of, um, Langston Hughes was the FBI. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, cause they were constantly, like, monitoring and doing all these things. Like they were his editors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like, hilarious. And, um, you know, all these, like, high profile people who were into the civil rights movement and, um, and, you know, or just threatened change, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the status quo, which just popped off. I mean, you look yeah. at, like, you know, even, like, um, members of the Black Panther Party who were, like, just, uh, they, you know, there was a threat. And, like, you would think that someone, I mean, this is the first black president. You yeah. would think that, like, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, and it makes you think, like, what's happening in the FBI? Right. <laughs> like, are they getting soft? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, I, I, I'm kidding. But, no, it's just, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, wow, has, has even the FBI and CIA has had a progressive shift right. inside where – you know, something that is actually not really a threat, you know, you know, cause none of those individuals were threats before, but they somehow they felt they had to get rid of them. Right. But like, here's the time that you have a black president and, and, you know, like finally, you know, the FBI and CIA have become progressive and like, they don't feel that this is a threat. Yeah. So that's progress is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You know, but here, but here's the thing. We have a, a legitimate threat in the White House right now. I guess I, I was less worried about it being an inside job. Oh, you, oh, you mean like an, like Tea Party, uh, person or. Just anybody. Yeah, I mean. Just cause, anybody. Cause everyone has like 444 guns. Right. Know, like one of those. Well, we didn't have those. the Tea Party yet. No, we didn't, but we still have like people who you know are not nice do you do you associate any any music with then yeah you know it's funny i i don't associate any music with uh barack i associate uh fleetwood mac with clinton right don't stop believing right sure yeah don't stop yeah i think so thinking about tomorrow right don't stop yeah yeah it'll soon be here i don't have anything with um oh no you know what i do i have I think it's at last. Right, from the When they were dancing together. And Beyonce sang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't squinch your face at like Beyonce. I like Beyonce. I'm not a Beyonce fan. I think of that one, and then I think when when we left Ginger's, we're walking down Fifth Avenue in Park Slope, and somebody, um, and I knew it wasn't there when we went in, mm-hmm. had spray painted on one of the pull-down security gates, like those metal security yeah, yeah. gates over stores. It's been a long time coming, but it changes a change is here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So That's cool. I always think about that song, too. I mean, I think people played that. What song is that? Um, Sam Cooke. Oh, okay. Change yeah. is Gonna Come. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I have to watch that documentary. Oh, me too. <laughs> I not watch it yet. <laughs> you know, no, th- doing, just thinking about that night and then th- thinking about where we were then and now looking back where we are now where it kind of feels kind of hopeless now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, those moments um, provide hope. For change in the future, right. and I think change is apparently coming. I think it came, and we're just chewing on it. The change? Yeah. All right. You, you think the 2018 
well, we got to get this guy out of here, right? Oh, sure. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, let's be real. I mean, and listen, if you're a Trump supporter and you're listening, God bless you. But, I mean, yeah. we're not here. No like, hate. Like, yeah. No hate. No, no. No, hate. no it's just uh, I'm, I don't support. Um, and I, I, I think, yeah, no, he's got to go. And I will feel I'm almost, like, giddy about the um, – feeling that like this that same feeling that I we're had, getting close to it that, being yeah, over um that feeling that i'm gonna have and you know and a part of my skepticism and 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 and, and, I, and we've talked about this about like how you protect your soul by always expecting the negative <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> because you don't want to be hopeful which is a cynic is always like you know the, yeah uh, person. but it's not the cynic it's the romantic it's the idealist. The idealist, but they the have idealist to pro- has yeah. to protect themselves. Themsel- yeah. Has to be the most cynical. exactly. So I'm yeah. protecting myself because I'm like, all right, that motherfucker's gonna get in. But oh my god, oh my god, I'm so excited. Like what? Oh, them. Mm. I don't care who it is. <laughs> you can taste it. <laughs> oh already. my god, I don't care. Put the rock in the de- in the big Democrat. I don't care who it is. I don't. I don't care. You said the rock in the, the big. Rock. Th- he's a Republican. Uh, I don't, oh fuck. But do you know there. he's? I I don't know if I mentioned this to you before. But for me, once I heard it, I could never unhear it. Oh, the, the Rock talks like Obama. Yeah, he does they're because from, they're Hawaiian. Yeah, they're they look. And I just like, oh my god, the Rock ate Obama. <laughs> Do you've seen that skit right on SNL? No, where the the um, Barack hulks out and he turns into Hulk, but it's the Rock. Oh, amazing! <laughs> and it's like I was going to tell you tangent, but <laughs> I I don't know if you've um, if you've seen the previews for it, but there's a new movie, The Rock's in about wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah, the one about fight, fighting fighting with my family. Yeah, yeah it's written that by looks that. really cute. It's a based on a true story. I do air quotes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's supposed to be really cool, um, but it's written by Stephen Merchant. Oh, shut, shut you know, the, the, the yeah yeah. So Stephen Merchant like, is um, R- Ricky Gervais's producing partner. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, he's pretty good. I like him. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it'll be it'll be fine. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that. That came out this week actually. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, just give me anyone. I don't care. Like, even, just give me ah, man. I'll take fucking Bloomberg. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? I like you know like I, I there are people who I I support and believe should be there, but at this point, man. Yep. Please stop the. What was I said to you before? Like I'd vote for um, I'd vote for Will Smith as the genie. Whatever. In Aladdin, he's blue. He's blue. (laughs) He's blue. I vote for anything blue. (laughs) Nope. Papa Smurf. (laughs) Sure. I mean, he has. You know, he seemed distinguished with the white beard. Well, there was Grampy Smurf. Grand. Oh. Grampy had the red pants. I don't know what that meant though. Is he? He had blue skin, red pants, centrist. That's yeah. Fuck him, right? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck him. I don't know who. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who actually turns out and votes. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm you oh, know. but this is. Can I? This is what yes. I wanted to say about the change. Oh, which I'm probably approaching these days. No, I'm not, you guys. I'm 41. I got fresh eggs, ready to go. That's not. That's not a. I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> that, that's the tangent we don't want. Anyway, uh, let's talk more about your eggs. <laughs> eggs. Eggs. <laughs> Cheaper by the no. So about the change, I'm not saying it's only attributable to Obama. Okay. I think it's also attributable to technology and probably other factors. Okay. But so for me. The the Bush, uh, not Bush Senior, Bush Junior G Dubs elections mm-hmm. were the first times that, that I voted for presidential candidates. Really? Shut the front door. Yeah. I, wait, wait, wait. I, I didn't really oh, vote yeah. in my twenties very much. 
Oh no, I vote. I did. Yeah, I, like I said, I, yeah, I was voting. I had this jazz when in my twenties about I don't vote. I don't vote against people. I vote for people. So there's no one I actively want to vote for. I don't vote. Right. You don't want to vote. For and then me. I really never bothered to be aware of what was happening. I, so that worked out for me, and I just didn't think about it. I remember my mother voting at the community center when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and. Unfortunately, the voting, the way it's done now is different, but I love the knobs. <laughs> I yeah. love flicking the knob. It was just, and, and the hand, the lever. The, the lever, and then the, there were like the, the little things you did the punch card with that were hanging off of like keychains. No, we did didn't. Did you guys do, have no, those? No, it was just like these knobs, click, 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 and then you pull the lever down, and I, and I just loved it. <sighs> and I, bless you. And I, I loved, um, I just loved that whole thing, and I also loved like, it was I forgot what I, what I can't remember what election it was. My mother had asked me to walk with her, and I couldn't vote yet. So I'm trying to think of what election that was. Do you remember the first time you voted? The first time I voted was when was I 18? I was 18 in 94. Hey, I didn't vote when I was 18. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> so it must have been when like 96. I think I voted probably first voted in like 96. Okay. But I remember when I it must have been the 90 election, which was Bush against Dukakis. Mm-hmm. Was that the election? I'm so, I'm not sure. That sounds right. And I kept shouting at the, the voting place to vote for Carter or something. <laughs> but someone who wasn't even on the ballot. Right. And I was just, sh- just being obnoxious. I was you trying to be funny. funny. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to be funny. I was like, you know, I was like 16 or whatever that I fucking was. I was like, ah, ah, ah. And like, my mother was just like, shut the fuck up. My mother was like, shut up. I'm like, Go! And I'm just shouting. And it, But but I always loved going in to the thing and just playing with the levers. And I always like, and to this day, now that it's changed, it's not as fun as it was. But I, I, I like feeling like I'm a part of something yeah. bigger than I am. Right. Even though in New York City, it's pretty like... Democratic, so I, you know, I'm like, I'm just basically shouting into the, shouting with everyone in, in the chorus. Right. You know, um. But if we didn't, uh, we have to counteract the upstate somehow. Upstate we do, we do, exactly. Um. <laughs> they resent that so much. I had that where I grew up, people said that same kind of thing of like, there's no point in us voting because there's so many people in Detroit. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, just, yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, but also I, I kind of, I, I really do like, I know like, and I've lately just, um, local politics because I feel like that's what actually in Matters. New York, yeah, it's in New York, we don't really make a difference, but the Who local. for Tuesday? You know, I have to take a look. I don't, I don't think I'm going to vote for Jermaine. I'm voting for the former council speaker, Melissa. Melissa, two last names, so I can't Vivier, remember. Vivier, um, Viverito? Viverito? Something Viverito? Yeah. Um, I like her. I'm going to do my research. Yeah. And because I haven't really done any research. We have a special election we on do. Tuesday. We do. For because, public advocate. Yeah. yeah. Our, which is, uh, I, I don't know, I don't think most cities have public advocates. It's. It's like the second line for the mayor. Yeah. So it's, it's actually an important position. Uh, it got vacated because Letitia James name? became attorney general of the of state. Me. Yep. Yep. So, uh, it's an important position. In the meantime, the council speaker has been serving double whammy as the council speaker and the public advocate. And cat lover. 
And cat lo- I know. He lo- I, lo- I love him. He loves his cat so much. Oh my he God. might be the next mayor. He might be the next a lot of things. I love that guy. <laughs> Clanker. So. Um, oh, but so what I was saying, so I didn't really, I didn't vote much in my 20s. Yeah. I do remember I voted, my first time I voted was after what got me out of that idea of I need to be super pro somebody yeah. was I really didn't like John Engler as governor. Okay. So I voted for whoever ran against him. Um, he's, do you, do you remember like the, the Larry Nasser scandal about the gymnastics? Yeah, yeah, the, at MSU? the one that recently. So he just had to resign as president of MSU because he said really shitty things mm. about the, um, the victims. Oh. About that's the, always like, good. yeah, that they were just looking for attention and. I, I real, real charm school graduate. I just don't understand, like, even if you blatantly are an asshole, but yeah. if you're in a public eye, yeah, you there should be some acknowledgement of things that you should say mm-hmm. and things you shouldn't say, and that's probably something you shouldn't say. No, no, I'm not probably. <laughs> it is something you shouldn't say because you're probably going to lose your job. It's just stupid. Aside from the the horribleness, the cruelty of saying it, it's stupid oh, from no, a no, PR like, perspective. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's exactly yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, basically, like, I don't care if you don't but, but believe But guys like that. that don't even listen to their PR reps. Yeah. Like, they're just going to run their mouth. So, um, <laughs> their PR reps is like, oh, well, here's my resume. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But also, like, I love the idea that these girls... That and when I say I love, I hate mm. these girls were on were um the literal paragons of excellence right. in our global society. Right. Like they were literally Olympic athletes, and it's like, oh yeah, they were just trying to get attention. Yeah, because what they wanted to do was to like step down off yeah. the Wheaties box and say, hey, this guy fiddled me up when my parents and everyone should have been protecting me. That's right. what they want to do is yeah. get attention for that. Yeah, they didn't I, have attention just, before. Oh my god, that guy. So anyway, I voted against that guy because I, I because I knew about him way back. Because time yeah. machine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I wasn't surprised when he said that stuff because right. I was like, "That's John Angler for you." You were like, "Yeah, I knew that motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then I voted. I definitely voted not for GW in both of those elections, and those were those were tough ones for me. Um, oh, was that? Who was it? Who were the guys? It was Carrie. Carrie and oh, Gore. Gore. I'll go or fuck, I'll go. Fuck. Yeah, the hang, the, the first time the electoral college failed us. Yeah, the hanging chads. Yep, the hanging yeah. chads. But so after, you know, after eight years mm-hmm. of Bush and having somebody, having somebody I just didn't feel represented by, you know, to, to have like uh, the things we've already said about Obama about feeling, yeah. you know, like, oh, it, it, it actually is a smart guy. Right. Which, you know, they tried to, say was a bad thing. Too smart. Too smart. Oh, too elitist. Oh, he likes yeah. arugula. He's an asshole. Yeah. Um, after that, like, I remember not too long into Obama's first term, seeing him on this trip, this trip in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And he was, I don't think he was climbing a pyramid. That'd be weird. He was looking for gold. No, I don't know. He was climbing something. But I just remember seeing him and thinking, Oh, I actually feel good that you're representing the country mm. I belong to, to the world. Right, right. And I think, I think a lot of people felt that way. And I, I can have a certain amount of sympathy for the people who felt so disenfranchised by him being in office because I had felt that way for the eight years prior. You know, not, I don't, I don't think it makes sense, but I, I understand the feeling of, 
not being represented by the president. You know, no, no, I told, I told you. You know what, what I mean? Saying. And so I think after after eight years of that, yeah, people got in and the internet, yeah. People, especially younger people, got used to a world in which they didn't have to hide what their values were anymore and they didn't have to moderate them as much. Mm. Because the things, like the things that I believe are just not up for grabs. Like I have no interest in a centrist position. Right. I have no, and I, I don't, I don't think that means I'm intolerant because I'm not intolerant of people being people and I don't. I have empathy and I, I, like, I, I have, I think a lot of awareness for how different people's lived experiences can be. Even in a small town like the town I grew up in, right. different people lived so differently and people from borough to borough and neighborhood to neighborhood in our city live so differently. So I, I get that people come at things from different perspectives. Yeah. But I also know that for me, there's just shit that's not negotiable anymore and I'm not going to soft sell it anymore. Mm. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And I think that's as far as the, I don't know what to say about it as far as the stratification because it's always talked about it's so bad that people are so firmly entrenched but I, those are my values just as right. strongly as they're the values of any of someone else on the right. right yeah so and i'm just not going to be i'm not willing to say like oh maybe you're right about that because you're not right about that right. you're not right about i i'm not going to name every single thing no no, like, no I, just I, as one you're not you're not right about you know immigrant children in cages you're yes. not right about gay rights you know you know yeah you're not no, right I, about I, it I, and i'm I, not i just can't I'm, soft sell it well it and I agree. I agree on 100%. Uh, and I, but the, I, my problem is this. It's like, where, like, you know, like, it's, it's one of those things, like, humans agree, like, humans need shit. Like, humans need to live, they need to work, they need to do these things. And, and, and humans are genuinely, not everyone, they're nice people. <laughs> and they, and they, yeah. and they care for others and they look out for others. It's, it's been, from an anthropological, um, you know, study, it's been that way for years where people, they found crippled bones. Uh, I hope crippled is the right word. I mean, <laughs> crippled bones. Is like, that the, like handicapped, like bones, like that were like this, this form that oh, they were. Oh, that showed that there were like and, and people they, with disabilities. Right. But they, and they lived to adulthood, which means that people cared for them. So, right. I mean, it's historically people care. It wasn't for, just Darwinism. Right. Like people didn't just jump. bash them with a rock, say, Oh, you can't walk, bitch. And you, like they killed them. No, people care for people. And I still believe that. Yeah. And I think that somehow this, like what you, like the partisan politics, it's like if you just get rid of like a like I don't think I don't uh, I don't even know how to say this but like just give people fucking jobs give people fu- like work and let them do their thing let them do their thing don't don't worry, don't about, worry about their like let people get married people love people that doesn't matter what it is uh, let women have their rights like it's their body who gives a shit mm-hmm. um, I don't I I think yeah it's it's, it's almost like. Certain groups of people look at um, those things. Like, if I'm an angry, unemployed white man mm-hmm. in the middle of this country, yeah, and I want a fucking job, mm-hmm. but I'm f- complaining about abortion, right? How's it? Related? That's not my point right now. My point is to get some work. <laughs> like, yeah, but somehow I'm still complaining about abortion. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> like. My plight should be to get a fucking job. So, hey, I, it was some article about like, hey, Amazon, go build, oh no, Bill Mark, go build jobs in, um, the middle of this country mm-hmm. where people need work. 
Yeah, please do. Right. Like, you know. But Amazon's oh. not going to hire those guys. That's the thing. Those about, guys could piss in a bottle just as well as the other Amazon <laughs> employees can. Like, well, but we're but for the headquarters, we weren't talking. Right. We're not I know, talking we're about. We're talking about like, yeah. That's that's why I wasn't down with it here because I had mixed feelings. Yeah, and because because you watch you. Well, I knew how scared I. They, one of the options was for them to move to my neighborhood. We were one of the two right. spots. It was here. It was Industry City. Uh oh, I don't oh. live near there. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you? Live- <laughs> it, yeah, it was Industry City and Long Island City, and right. I felt so relieved when they went with Long Island City, right. and then I thought, oh, don't be an asshole, Karen. Like, it's not going to – it's going to displace all those people too. No, I mean, well, Long Island City and fuck your neighborhood as well. Like, Brooklyn is fucking expensive. Like, they're both expensive neighborhoods. Right. And they 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 didn't – like, rent did increase and real estate prices did increase. And I'm not trying to poor mouth, but – I mean, and I'm I'm single, so, like, I'm, I'm paying the rent on my yeah. own, but – it's not that easy for me, and I have a really good job. Right. <laughs> no, but what I'm, I guess what I'm saying, I wish. So I know other people. Right. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wish that, like, I wish that, like, politicians that ha- were able to be like, "Hey, Amazon, come. We want some more shit." You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of instead of bending over and being like, just we'll give fuck, you three bu- billion. We're gonna give you whatever you want. Like, no, you're allowed to ask for more. I don't know. I really, <laughs> you know, like, I don't, yeah, I don't, because it was twenty five thousand jobs, and not all of sure. them were going to be top notch jobs. We're talking about clerical positions, administrative positions, and these are the things that actually working class people do, mm-hmm. um, janitorial, whatever, and and of course some other positions. It, it means something to have all those jobs here. But I also agree that, like, we shouldn't bend over and let them do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. So I, I really I – st- I'm still torn about it because I'm like, damn, there's a lot of jobs that we could have had. But, yeah, they would have, like – they were getting away with a lot of shit too. Yeah. And they're not the nicest well, people. <laughs> like, I think also it was the, the classic it's how you went about it. Yeah. Because New York – I mean th- – yeah, New York politicians were never going to just be like, oh, the mayor and the governor came up with this and didn't tell us? Yeah. Great. Exactly. Let's run with that. Yeah, and also like, oh, the New York mayor and the governor who never get along? <laughs> like, right. got along with this? What were they getting? Yeah. Like, how were they paid off? And what did they have to give back? Right. <laughs> if they, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it was a very... Yeah, de Blasio's <laughs> responses about it since it it uh, didn't pan out have been very amusing. Also, like, not for nothing, like, while, you know, I'm on the fence about, you know, AOC, mm-hmm. like, you're going to tell me this, like, 110-pound woman is the reason why Amazon left? Like, like, come on! Those, that thing with the billboards, that's so strange. The, so apparently the, the Mercer family paid for these billboards in Times Square that, you know, yeah. say like, oh, thanks for driving Amazon away, AOC. Like, give me a, like, I mean, it's great for her. Like, it totally makes her look like a badass, but mm-hmm. it's like, come on, like, they already were on the fence long before. Once they heard that New York City has unions, <laughs> like, yeah. they were like, Oh, fuck. Well, I think also they just weren't prepared for the saltiness. Yeah. They really were not. So if you don't want saltiness. Yeah, don't come. I don't down. mean this in like a chauvinistic New York way, but like, you're gonna get saltiness. How you doing, in New York. huh? How you doing? How you doing? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, huh? Let <laughs> I me mean, tell you, hey, you don't want the fucking unions? I'll put a fucking rat right outside your fucking building. You won't even fucking know. Oh my gosh, I had the most New York thing happen on the way over here. I was, uh, I was transferring between bus two and bus three and at Ridgewood. Right. And, uh, this, there was this whole family right behind me and I I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was trying to smoke them to get in the bus line before they did, cause I, 
is right where the um, the route starts. So mm-hmm. I did. I, there would be we're going to be a lot less seats after they all sat down. So I was hurrying in front of them, and then I just hear whoo! And the, there had been apparently a rat the size of a puppy that ran like in between two or three baby strollers. Right. But what was so awesome about it was they were all just like screaming, laughing, and it's New York. It's New it's York. Fucking rats. It's a rat. Go fuck yourself. Was, go fuck yourself. Hey, it's, that's the best thing. I don't. I don't know if any other state does this, and and I would love to hear anyone outside of New York if they do the rats with the union. Like if you're non-union, oh. they put the big inflatable rat. That thing is on. My block all oh. the time, all the time, because they uh, they protest the um, the sign shop right. up the block from me. Yeah, there's this giant inflatable rat that yeah. they they put outside places to. It's it's insane because I mean I used to work constructions and and thankfully I was union, but like you'd come in and be like, show me your fucking union card. Let me see your union card. Hey, come here. Hey, hey, come here. Let me see your fucking union card. Huh? You got okay. You could go. What do you do? Data? Oh, fuck. Talk to the electrician. No, you taking his work? No. Oh, oh. Man, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but, like, it's it's fucking crazy. The fucking big rat. The big rat. There's a very, I mean, yeah, there's there's a very specific <laughs> attitude here that yeah. you, it's, but it's I, not always constructive, but a lot of the time it is. And if you, I mean, you're going to be, yeah. like, asked to account for things and, if you expect, because when the when the city council interviewed that panel from Amazon, yeah. they just seemed like shocked, like shell shocked, and it's not like they were being screamed at. Yeah. Um, that was Corey too. Right. Well, city council will yell at people, yeah, yeah, like big time. But they, I mean, they they wanted answers, yeah. and the guy was just. I, I remember there was something he responded to was just like, "Come on, you know what we're trying to do." Yeah, then okay, so it's your job to say <laughs> it's your job to answer the question. No, then. yeah, no. I mean, like I said, I'm. Very very torn about it because I remember when Fresh Direct came and mm. opened here in Long Island City and like I remember like a lot of people got jobs and it was a, it was a really like it was cool like you had drivers you had people preparing the meals you had people like doing things yeah. and like Amazon is way bigger than Fresh Direct uh, and I don't know if Fresh Direct is a um, what do you call Gro- it a grocery, a grocery delivery, delivery company yeah yeah um, and then it's the same thing with IKEA when IKEA came to Brooklyn mm-hmm. IKEA had been in Long Island prior and which is not they're part supposed of, to retain a certain percentage of jobs within the zip code they're in yeah and it's like oh you're bringing jobs to New York and like once again Amazon is way bigger than IKEA and Fresh Direct combined yeah you know um, I mean I did get a kick out of it the idea that the biggest company in the world is just like acting like we hurt their feelings. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Yeah. It's like, you guys are going to be all right. Which means they never wanted to You probably back. literally own the earth. It's fine. Right. Yeah, I, I just find, yeah, I mean, it's funny for so many reasons. It's funny that this big corporation, quote unquote, got scared by one politician. <laughs> so that's what the media is spinning. And also like, uh, but are they, are, they're saying it, they're saying it's well, like, oh, like, like the Blasio and the, it was like, you know, you're wrong. You shouldn't say these things. I'm like, dude, why don't you look at the bigger picture? Like unions, they didn't want to deal with that shit. Um, and they didn't want to deal with the headache of protesters. And if they had just fucking went forward and moved here, nobody would have said anything. Yeah. Nobody would have said anything. Like, I don't know if they were trying to strong arm and get a better deal, but you don't get much of a better deal than $3 billion tax breaks. I mean... Yeah. So where are they going to go? I don't remember. I don't know. I was trying to get a job there. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get free prime. you need a third job. I'm <laughs> trying to get free prime. <laughs> the 80 bucks a year is really going to help with the no health care. 80 bucks is 100 right now. Is it? It went up. 
motherfucker. Now it's probably going to go up some more because they're not getting three billion dollar tax break. Right, they got to take it out of somewhere. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess it's kind of cool that a corporation lost for once, right? <laughs> no. Well, just yeah, and just that they were so pouty about it. I'm still going to use them though. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm trying. I cut down. I didn't. I didn't use them for anything other than pet stuff in January. Okay. And I'm going to start that back up in March. With Amazon? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I live a tough life. No, I get, I mean, like, I get litter delivered. Yeah. Litter's heavy. Litter delivery. Litter delivery. That's a tough one to say fast. Yeah. No, um, I mean, listen. It's a, but it, it is something, it made me taking the month, instead of doing, like, January, I did, I did like no, no prime except for kitty litter month. Oh. And I, that really made me aware of how much I was just being like, Oh, I need this. I need this. I need this. No, all my boxes have smiles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. But <laughs> There's a great episode. One of the only great episodes from the last season of Doctor Who oh, okay. where they went to a planet that was essentially Amazon. Oh no. That was all, all the happy delivery men. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is what we got. I mean, this is, we've come from a point in 2008, happiness and election change, and the change has delivered us Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and this is where we're going. And I hope, uh, I hope it, I hope we get that euphoric moment again. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't know. And for me, hippie long hair. The (laughs) hippie long hair is like, get excited. Yeah, no, the the perspective on it will just be that uh, this is part of the process. The backlash is part of the process. Yeah, I mean, historically, that's what it is, unfortunately. Yeah, but it's going to keep moving, I think. Well, as long as, listen, we're still breathing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on that note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're still breathing. Um, I have a new memory, and I actually was reminded of it when you said AOC. Oh. Because, as we know, that is... Alexandria Octavia Cortez. Ocasio. Ocasio? <laughs> Why is Octavia? It should be, never mind, but AOC. So then I, I went for the, oh, you guys, we didn't have an episode last week. Sorry. It was President's Day and we were celebrating our president? That's right. And I actually went to, um, my best friend from high school lives in Washington DC now and she works, um, she works for the Capitol Grounds crew. She, she's been a landscaper for years and so she's part of, uh, the crews of people who make the Capitol look gorgeous. Um, and she kept saying AOC okay. when we were talking and I'm, but she was when she would be talking about work and I was like, what the hell is she talking about? And then I realized when they, they took me on a little night tour when it was raining and it was mm-hmm. all beautiful and splashy out around all the monuments. It's the architect of the Capitol. Oh, okay. Is her boss. Nice. That's that's who the Bay-O-C. that's who yeah that's who the crew falls underneath is the architect of the Capitol. So I was like, oh, there's multiple AOCs. Yeah, but this, that was awesome. I had a really good weekend. Went down there, so that's why we didn't have an episode. Was I was away, and then you'd been away the week before. I had been away the week before. Yeah. So I apologize to all our listeners. <laughs> Usually, I try to post something when we miss an episode, but I uh, I, I slacked. But yeah, I went down. I took a I took a bus instead of the train. I took the Vamoose bus. How long was that? 
It was only it was only three and a half hours. How long is the train? Uh, the the train is about the same, about four or so. But right. I kind of it felt more low key, like because you don't stop. Did you get any? Uh, oh, you didn't stop. So I mean, were, they stopped. No, they stopped um, and switched drivers. There were no point. released inmates on no, the way. No, okay. there were no inmates. Nobody oh, okay. nobody got on with a McDonald's bag full of uh, their their drugs. belongings prior to um, being locked up. <laughs> Well, this was I, I had picked this bus line on purpose because they were supposed to be sort of nicer. Oh, um, so they I took the I took the cheaper bus on the way down, but then on the way up they they have like these captain seats. Okay, yeah, which are very nice. What do you like? They, they must have like USB chargers. Oh yeah, they have yeah. the whole nice. the whole rigmarole. They even on the nice bus they even give you bottles of water. Oh. It is luxe. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was awesome. So they, yeah, they and I, they dropped off um, in two or three spots, and I got off in Bethesda because my friends, their house is sort of in northern DC. Oh. So, and I got to see their new house, and um, we went to a concert at this uh, cool venue called the Fillmore in DC, oh. and um, we saw a band called Metric, which I think is Canadian, but they they were awesome. They were, they, you know, that song. No, I'm not going to sing this song. You'd, for anyone, because we don't have the rights. It's not because I, I just don't want to sing it. I don't know. I was just shaking my head. I was like, no, no, I don't. I don't know. I, I just probably wouldn't have heard the band. Anyway, yeah, no, this isn't this isn't the best story. But anyway, I had a, a nice this, long weekend. It's a great story. Yeah, <laughs> Brian took care of the cats. Gloria slutted it up with him, oh. as she does. She's want to do. Yeah, and then he kept sending me pictures of just Gloria. Gloria is old and tiny. They're both old, but she loves to just, she gets cold, so she likes to just cuddle mm. with somebody. And then Stella is sort of, like, skeptical, so he just would send me pictures of Gloria cuddled up and Stella about three feet away just, like, squinting the at them. Who are you? Yeah, well, who's this man in my house? Yeah, go ring a bell. Wait, we used to live together. <laughs> what? But, yeah, that's that's my new memory. I had a lovely President's Day weekend. That's good. Um, well... That's the end of this episode. It's the end of this episode. Uh, thank you for all our Patreon subscribers. Are they called subscribers? They're called patrons. Oh, pa- God damn it. You just take the E out. Yeah. I'm it's not, it's yeah. confusing, though. Yeah, it, it can be. So thank you to all our patron uh, subscribers. Or God damn it. <laughs> to our patrons. Um, thank you all for uh, to our listeners. Um, you can check us out on our uh, email, no, web address, which is brokencorner.com. Yeah. And we're on all social forms of media, social media forms or whatever. And um, that's it this episode. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.